Once again, the president's son is being accused of breaking the law, but this time Hunter Biden is facing serious jail time. The Justice Department said that he could get up to 17 years in prison if he's found guilty of these latest charges. Three of them are felonies. In a 56-page indictment, special counsel David Weiss accuses Hunter Biden of evading $1.4 million in taxes over a four-year period, despite the fact that he had the money. And even when he did pay one year, prosecutors say he used false business deductions. This is Hunter Biden's second indictment since his plea agreement with federal prosecutors fell apart in July. In that first indictment, he was charged with several low-level gun offenses. CNN senior justice correspondent Evan Perez is here following this for us. Uh, this indictment goes into pretty spectacular detail. Right. There are some very salacious details in this indictment. It's 56 pages where the government makes the case that, look, Hunter Biden had the money. He was making millions of dollars uh, in his business uh, dealings in Ukraine and China and because of his own personal issues, uh, did not pay these taxes. I mean, we're talking about, uh, you know, $2,700 uh, paid on in pornography, $188,000 uh, that they counted uh, used on adult entertainment, things that they say instead uh, he could have been doing to make, you know, have his business uh, be, you know, pay its, its, its taxes that were due. Uh, we heard from Hunter Biden's attorney who says that this is all a political uh, indictment. Uh, I'll read you just about part of what he says. He says his Hunter, Hunter's last name was anything other than Biden. The charges in Delaware, which is the gun charges, and now in California, would not have been brought. And of course, you know, the, the politics of this, we cannot escape, obviously, but we know the campaign is now in full swing. And the, 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 the president's son makes clear what he believes Republicans are trying to do by going after him. Listen. They are trying to, in, the, in, in their most uh, illegitimate way, but rational way, they're trying to destroy a presidency. And so it's not about me. In their most base way, what they're trying to do is they're trying to kill me, knowing that it will be a pain greater than my father could be able to handle. And look, Brianna, as if to make, to help make Hunter Biden's point, uh, we heard from Republicans on Capitol Hill who have said that they want, they've told the Justice Department that they want this investigation to now turn its attention to the president. I should note that in these 56 pages, we don't see any evidence, anything in, in indicating money going to President Biden. Of course, that's something that Republicans are going to continue digging in on. They're, they're due to try to get him to be deposed here in Washington next week. We'll see whether that actually happens. Yeah, they're threatening contempt of Congress if he doesn't agree to that closed-door deposition. So. Right. Who knows what will happen? Evan, thank you so much. Very important report. Boris? We want to dig deeper now with Democratic Congressman Robert Garcia of California. He's a member of the House Oversight Committee. Congressman, thank you so much for sharing part of your afternoon with us. These nine new charges, they're far more serious than what was in that plea deal that Hunter originally agreed to, the one that fell apart over the summer. Republicans are arguing that this is happening because IRS whistleblowers came forward saying the DOJ was taking it easy on Hunter. Do you think these new charges are proof that the Justice Department was trying to give the president's son a sweetheart deal? Well, look, I think a couple things are really important to note. I think first, uh, look, Hunter is going to be held accountable uh, by 
uh, by the courts, by a judge, and he will be held accountable for all of these charges so that he's a private citizen uh, and he will go through the judicial process. It's also very clear that the accusations of the Republicans in saying that somehow President Biden controls or is weaponizing the Justice Department is absolutely false. I mean, they're they're literally taking Hunter through a judicial process uh, for all these indictments. Um, but what's happening right now is Republicans are trying to turn all of this, that, and particularly around Hunter Biden, into a huge political sham and impeachment where there's been absolutely zero evidence. Uh, Republicans have said so. Uh, Republicans in Congress uh, continue to admit that there's been zero evidence linking the president to any of Hunter Biden's business dealings. In, the, in what you just discussed right now in the, in the document that's been presented here to, to the court as well, there's zero evidence of the, of the president doing anything that connects him to his business dealings. And so what this is is a, essentially just a big political sham that Republicans and James Comer are trying to impose on, on President Biden because they want to damage him and they want to get Donald Trump, Trump reelected. That's what this is all about, is it's political and the Oversight Committee, we want Hunter Biden to come in and talk to us publicly, but Republicans refuse. Well, the Oversight Committee Chairman, James Comer, says he's, he's not satisfied with even these new charges. He actually echoed claims from IRS whistleblowers that investigators weren't allowed to follow evidence that they felt might lead them to President Biden. So you say there, there is no evidence. These IRS whistleblowers are saying potentially there is, but they weren't allowed to pursue it. That's why Republicans say they want a formal vote on an impeachment inquiry. Your response? I mean, look, what's really important in all these proceedings is that we allow the Justice Department to do its job. Uh, the Justice Department has and should treat every person uh, with the same level of uh, due diligence, with the same level of inquiry. And they are doing that right now with Hunter Biden, who is a private citizen. And so as far as James Comer, every single investigation that James Comer has brought before the Oversight Committee, of which I sit on, has been completely political. He's brought forward witnesses who ended up being spies. He's brought forward uh, witnesses that end up having zero evidence linking the president to anything. And so I think what's really important is that us as members of Congress should not be trying to get involved in the Justice Department's process. Our job is oversight. We present information. The Justice Department oftentimes works with, with, with committee members as well as with uh, committee staff um, to pass along information that we're able to give. But at the end of the day, the Justice Department's got to make those decisions. And James Comer should get out of trying to be uh, the judge and the jury on Hunter Biden and certainly on President Biden. Uh, do you think that this uh, formal vote on an impeachment inquiry, it's, it's scheduled to get introduced into committee next week. Do you think it's going to succeed? Do Republicans have the votes? I, I mean, look, we don't we don't know. But what we do know is this is an extreme political stunt. I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene and other extremists in Congress have been trying to impeach President Biden from day one before uh, before he was barely just taking office. And so their entire goal here is to damage President Biden. Uh, and not actually work and focus on what matters to the American public. We have a, a war in Ukraine that is taking the needs our serious attention. We have a, a, a budget that we need to get passed so we can actually fund the government if they want to spend their time on this kind of sham impeachment inquiry. There will be a vote. Whether it passes or not, it's going to be up to Republicans. Democrats are united in actually trying to get sure. to work and do the work for the American people. What we do know is that there is zero evidence to open up an impeachment inquiry. This has been repeated by Republican members in Congress, witnesses that we have that have been deposed, uh, and, and also I think by anyone that actually is following this case uh, understands that this is all political. 
I do want to ask you about something you mentioned regarding Ukraine. But, but first, uh, Hunter Biden is scheduled to appear for a closed-door deposition next week. You mentioned that you wanted him to testify publicly. He has been threatened with a contempt of Congress charge. Would you counsel him to testify in private to not face that charge? What are you wanting to ask the president's son? I think he should testify publicly. Uh, we already know that there have been depositions that have happened over the last year, uh, year and a half, uh, around different different investigations, including this one, where Republicans have essentially twisted the deposition and put out their own information about what they want the public to know, which is not always aligned with actually what happened actually in the room. Republicans have been asking for a public hearing of Hunter Biden in front of the American people. Hunter Biden's agreed to it. Why are we, do we have to do this in private and in secret when we can actually have a public hearing where, where Hunter Biden can answer all the questions that Republicans have, that Democrats have, and the public can make their assessments in that way? And so sure. I think this is really unfortunate. James Comer is going back on what he said he wanted. Uh, Congressman, quickly, I, I do want to get to that question about Ukraine because there's a battle on the Senate side right now over a deal to pair Israel aid with Ukraine aid, and Republicans want uh, some concessions from Democrats on border security, potentially changes to immigration policy. Have you gotten a sense of how much it would take to get House Republicans to back whatever deal comes out of the Senate when it comes to immigration? Well, first of all, we know that House Republicans want to pass the most extreme um, anti-immigrant, anti-asylum uh, law, laws around immigration in this country. I mean, things that demonize immigrants, that demonize people that are here working, that are serving, that are students, um, that are just here uh, trying to be part of, of, of this country. We know that that's already the re Republican proposal. And so this idea that we're going to politicize funding for Ukraine, uh, for Israel, for humanitarian aid in Gaza, and tie that to extremist policies across around the border, I think is crazy. And so what Democrats are trying to do is, is be very clear that we are ready to pass a package that includes foreign aid, but to tie it to extreme Republican proposals around the border is absolutely wrong. And I think we're standing up and saying that is not acceptable to us. And we're hopeful that both the White House, our Senate partners, and certainly Democrats in the House stick to those principles. Congressman Robert Garcia, we got to leave the conversation there. Appreciate the time, sir.